You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. <laughs> well, and I think I'm going to call this uh, uh, meeting of the uh, Geeks Against Stupidity because all gets stupider meeting, otherwise known as gas bags. And that, people, is how we're going to start Geekiest Show ever this week. We may, I may be a gas bag. I don't know. The other two fine ladies on this show will probably be okay and hold their own. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to... We're holding uh, our breaths is what we're holding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I took with, being, and with boys, we're used to it. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I'm, and I'm a boy. Yeah, but, no. between us, we have five boys. Boys mm-hmm. that, that clog toilets and bathrooms. So yeah, we we can handle you, Mike. Uh, no comment. Anyway, uh, and and <laughs> Bino is a thing, people. So yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, you know, we'll start out where we usually do with our weather. And uh, thank God, it's finally decent here. Uh, yeah, it's the kind of weather that makes Kevin just want to curl up in a ball and die. Um, but uh, for me, you know, it's this is the weather I look forward to. You can go outside in your sh- uh, your shorts. You don't have to think about putting on clothes because you don't want body parts falling off. Um, and right now, it's not too bad. It's like sixty three degrees outside. It's uh, uh, most eh, it says mostly cloudy, but we got a fair amount of sun here. Uh, and I think the rest of this week, the highs are going to be in the oh seventies somewhere in there. Um, so it's actually looking good. Uh, Good for me. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some rain on Friday to kind of keep the lawn green and growing and that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, oh, so, well, yeah, it's like highs in the 80s. So that for me, that's about right. Uh, uh, I like it a tad warm. So, and speaking of a tad warm, Melissa, how's the weather out there in your part of the country? It's actually below 100. It's, it's actually double digits. Ooh, ah. So, yeah, ooh, ah, double digits for the rest of the week. Uh, nothing below 90, though. So, all in the 90s. Any chance of rain or? Probably not. I don't think so. I think it was all <laughs> clear sunshine. Yeah. I, yep, all straight sun, straight across the week. I kind of had to ask because that's no more clouds. than norm out there. So, and, uh, yep. And uh, Elisa, is that pool open yet, or how's where are you at? With Hopefully, that? well, actually, I was looking on Facebook earlier, and we did open it today, six years ago. But hopefully, next Sunday. I'm not really sure. We'd like to do it Memorial Day weekend. Uh, but this past couple of days have been pretty crappy here, just rainy and cold. I mean, yesterday was about 50 degrees. I had on flannel again, windows closed. I was freezing, and it started out kind of crappy this morning too. But now it's 72. My husband cleaned all the outside windows today, so that part is done. Uh, it's kind of humid, a little bit muggy. It's supposed to be in the 70s and possibly 80s this week, except for Tuesday, which looks like 65 and rain. That but that could, that could change 25 times between now and then. Yeah. And next weekend's not looking too great either. But again, can change hourly. So it looks like a halfway decent week coming up. Well, that's good to hear because uh... – you know, like I say, I think the three of us kind of like our, our, our warm weather. I know you like your pool, and uh, I was out doing a little yard work before we started podcasting. I was out spraying some herbicide around and trying to kill the wrong living things. Well, hopefully I kill the right living things. I don't want to kill the grass. <laughs> That'd be wrong. Anyway, I was trying to, you know, slay some weeds out there, so hopefully it'll do the trick and get rid of all the freaking dandelions on our lawn. So yellow's fine, but not in our lawn. So, um, so that... that- complication that you showed me on that that watch that's not a real app is that just someone a graphic that someone made we can't actually look for that yeah (laughs) as as much as i would like (laughs) you should put that in the show notes i uh 
Uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I had thought about it. So, okay, so just to kind of satisfy people's curiosity, I was looking at different uh, <laughs> at different things here, and I came across this. Uh, uh, where the heck did the goo pod go? Oh, here it is. Okay, I'm trying to find my messages. So, uh, yeah, I, I was looking at stuff for potential uh, artwork for the uh, uh, web page, and I came across this one, and I'm pretty sure somebody photoshopped it, but it's a uh, picture of the Apple Watch with a gauge on the side that said fucks to give. And it starts at whatevs and goes to fresh out. And um, there are times that... It has, uh, a little, it has a little wine bottle icon in the corner that has like just a drop of wine left in it. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want that. Uh, I could use that one, but I'm just afraid that would be a little too honest sometimes. So I'm probably better off this being fictional, not real. Because if I started showing that at work some days, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, and all the yeah. kids would be going, hey, what's your watch? Oh my! No, no, that too many, too many questions there. But uh, yeah, and then so yeah, like where did you get it? <laughs> they yeah. want it for themselves. Oh yeah, and then I'd have a bunch of parents. Oh no, this would not end well. But uh, you know, like I said, I was looking through messages, so that kind of so our, for our first subject here, uh, apparently Elisa has some message issues, and I think Melissa has some different ones. Mm. Okay. Similar. Okay. Yeah, we were Things talking. Last last time we were talking about how when we get the messages on the watch, like the kudo for when you do an exercise, I have to go through and delete it on all my devices, which is annoying. But okay, well, yesterday, and I've noticed this before yesterday too, but yesterday in particular, I said, hmm, what is going on here? I had my iPad open and I was in an active conversation, text conversation with someone. We were going back and forth because we were making plans. So it was, you know, an immediate back and forth, back and forth. But what was happening is even though the message was open on the iPad, it kept dinging on my phone and it wouldn't go away until I actually went into the phone and opened it. And Mm -hmm. I thought, why are you doing that when I'm actively looking at it on my iPad? Yeah, it sounds like a handoff wasn't handing off or something. And it's happened when with us when we've been talking. There's been Uh times I've had it happen where I have it open on maybe my computer because I'm sitting in front of my computer and it'll go off on my phone or my iPad. Like, well, why aren't you showing is red? Because the app is open messages is open and the four of us are going back and forth in conversation. Did we all update to the same version of iOS and watch OS? I wonder I'm on whatever the most current version is. Yeah, me too. How about you, Mike? Uh, I was just going to check here and see because there was a new version that came out. Let's see. Is that under general? Uh, I just updated um, the other day, I think Thursday or something like that. Um, 11.3.1? Uh, I'm trying to think. Where do you find the, oh, yeah, Hero version, 11.3.1, right? Yep, 11.3.1. Yep. And then where do you find the watch OS? Is that in the And watch? then that's in the watch app. Okay. Again, there's so many places Under to go general, I know. I was thinking about this the other day because the the girl you know we were talking about ordering glasses. Four two and stuff. four two three is the version for the watch. Yeah, the girl 4. that was helping 2. me 2. out, 3. she had an Apple Watch and she had just gotten it. And I was trying to explain. I was showing her some of the stuff on mine while we were waiting for stuff. And, and I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I mean, because I I help my clients with this on a limited basis. I mean, they kind of have just general questions about it, but I haven't gotten too deep with it. But my husband got one 
um, someone had given him one that didn't want it anymore. Long story. Anyway, he had gotten one and, you know, he, he's not, he, he's kind of clumsy, so he doesn't like to wear it a lot because he's afraid he'll break it. So I need to get him like a bumper or something like that. But, uh, he's been wearing it more and I keep looking at his watch. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, you have like all these watch faces. You need to bear that down. Cause he, he just like left all the standard ones that, that came installed on it, you know, and he's kind of overwhelmed. I think he has choice paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need to like just sit down on the couch sometime and I need to just kind of go through and show him how to get things set up. And I started to talk to him about the modular watch face and, you know, what things to put on there and that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I was thinking the same thing, like you just said, there's so many places to look between on the watch itself and then in the watch app and then the settings that coincide with what you have on the phone but that's not the watch app. That's just like the phone settings. You know what I mean? Like there's the watch app, then there's the settings in your phone and all that stuff has to kind of intercommingle to really get what you want it to do. Now I have mostly, I will say I have mostly, I knock on wood, um, pretty much I've gotten to the Zen portion where I have my watch set just the way I like it so that I know which face has which complications on it. And I know it's like, you know, two flips to get to this one and one flip to get to that. And I kind of have like muscle or finger memory as to where I'm going to poke at stuff. But then, yeah, trying to explain it to somebody like when they see what you have, they're like, well, how'd you do that? I'm like, uh, 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 wait, well, first you have to go here and then you have to go there. And it's like, oh, my God, before you're done talking, you feel like a bumbling idiot. So, yeah, it is not for the faint of heart. It is not. I won't say it's not difficult. It's it, but it's not easy either. You know what I mean. And so there's a huge learning curve to this for something so damn simple. Mm. Are you feeling it, Mike? Are you feeling? Because it sounds like you're. It sounds like you're like. Well, wait. Now where do I got to go for this now? <laughs> a little bit, and like I say, um, and I I tried the. Cause I think the last time we talked, I was saying something about not hearing messages. Well, and I still have. Yeah, that. how's that going? Yeah, well, and I tried pairing. I can my Bluetooth headset. I can pair two things to it, so I had my phone and my watch, but I still wasn't uh-huh. getting the uh, the notifications, the dings uh, from the watch. I just kind of have to check for vibration and then just kind of look at my wrist from time to time. Um, yeah, see, that's what I was saying last night. I think you just have to get yourself into a workflow habit of right. just checking. Right. Did you change it to prominent haptic? Because I had yeah. mine off and I put it on it was night and day. Oh, no, I've got a it prominent is- haptic. And, and like I say, if... Remember, you people are normal. Uh, you know, given what I uh, what I do, where well, I'm—that's that's your that's opinion. Insulting. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's your opinion. You don't want to be normal? Fine. Um, but uh, where I'm working, like with power tools or doing something where there might be competing vibration, that maybe I tune out this uh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the right. problem I have there. Um, so I, uh, I, I just don't like all the noises. I mute every damn thing. So I've just gotten into the habit of just checking it all the time. Well, and like I say, I, I kind of have it pared down, but I do have it for uh, certain things. I may pare down a few too, a uh, few more too. Yeah, because I did kind of like turn on a lot of notifications, but I may go back and turn some off. But there are some that are essential, like for messages, uh, emails, uh, you know, in case like I'm at work and they send out an email that I need to be aware of or something. Uh, reminders of different sorts so that, because uh, sometimes I leave myself a reminder to 
I start something and then uh, have a reminder to go back yeah. and check on it later. Uh, I things love like reminders. That. I use that yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah, I've started using it a little bit more. And it, it is nice just to be able to raise your wrist and say the magic incantation and then hope Siri understands what you're saying. Um, and granted, um, my diction may not always be the best, and some of the situations I'm in, the noise may make it hard for her to understand, but it still gets a little frustrating sometimes. Especially, I've tried to dictate messages uh, to send to people a few times, and there's that's the one frustration, really, is that if it understands you, fine, but if it doesn't, you have to delete the whole stupid message and go back and try again. Yeah. Right. That's yeah, and some things are just a little bit too much for scribbling, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think now you guys have the newer versions that have the little thing that will push out water, but I think yes. just mine has gotten water in it or something over the years, and I, I wonder if there's something that's impeding the ability for her to be able to hear me because okay. I I don't know things have just I think it's aging it's just getting worse it's like my damn eyeballs oh. it's just how it's just how it is I think it's just going to degrade um. over time. But like back to what Elisa was talking about, there's just there's definitely something I think with this latest iOS update that's borked something because things are not working like they used to. Like I'm having the issue of Apple Watch not unlocking my Mac anymore despite turning it off and turning. It used to work flawlessly. It used to work all the time. And now it doesn't work at all. Like I can't no. even get it to work at all. And I mine used, to, mine used to say it would work at first and then it would say you need something to the effect of you need to unlock your Mac in order for mm -hmm. the Apple Watch to unlock your Mac. Like, what? Why? <laughs> What's the purpose then? I said, doesn't that kind of purpose. defeat the purpose there? <laughs> yeah, so something's definitely wonky with it. There's there's just something different. It's it's not working like it used to. Between that and then like I'm like I said, I'm having a similar issue with messages not like I'm I'm mine isn't quite I don't think as bad as the issue that you're experiencing. And it could be just because I have sounds turned off and who knows what, what incantation or combination of, of things and sacrifices I've made have, have made it work better or less. But um, I'm definitely having issues where things are not read on one device when they should be, you know, when I've already read them on another. So that's definitely yeah. something strange. Something, something odd is happening. So we just have to hope that it'll be fixed in the next update. Oh, like there was another thing. You know it breaks sometimes with iOS updates? Sometimes third-party cables will give you that message that says mm. this device isn't supported or something. Mm -hmm. And then you'll update it, and then it won't say that anymore, and it'll be fixed. So I, ha I had to go through a, a drawer full of cables the other night trying to test things because um, – now, the ones I ended up throwing out, like, didn't get any message at all. Like, it, it didn't just say it wasn't supported. It just didn't work at all. So those I tossed. But there was one that I had used in the past that said it wasn't supported, and now it's working just fine. So what's up with that? And the other thing that, that frustrates the hell out of me is Bluetooth. Um, well, you're struggling with that too, Mike, was, you know, pairing things with Bluetooth. My... Um, earpiece that I use for driving. I, I specifically use this one for driving just because I like the way it feels and for long, you know, uh, trips and stuff. And what will happen is when I'm using turn-by-turn -turn directions and I'm listening to, say, a podcast or music, it's usually a podcast, but, you know, I'll have the, the volume set so that I'm, the thing that I'm listening to is at the volume that I expect it to be that it, that's comfortable. And then, you know, Siri or something will come on and tell me the turn-by-turn -turn directions, and it's blasting my eardrum out. I'm like, ow, thank you very much. So 
so it there's something about the volume that is that is independent. Mm. There's there's an independent volume for turn by turn directions, and I can't figure out where to control that because I, I tried. Say, yeah, I was gonna say if there's a setting because with my GPS was like that in my car. I just have regular GPS built into the car, and when we first got it, you couldn't hear it. It would whisper, make a right over here. Yeah. Like, okay, this this is not helping me because I've, I always put my music on really loud. And yeah. then I finally found the setting after like hitting all these different buttons in the car because there's a ton of them where it will lower the volume of the music and then increase the volume of the speaking yeah. to say, you know, in a thousand feet, make a left. And then it right. and goes away and the volume goes back. It does. That's typically what happens. And there have been times you know, for a while in between updates where it'll be just completely perfect, you know, that I'll, the sound will be adjusted just right. And the turn by turn instructions fade either the music or the podcast. And it, one of two, two things happens. And I can't remember which is which I think if say, let's say you were listening to say the podcast app from Apple and you were using Apple maps, I think Apple maps, and I might have this backwards. I think Apple maps, what they would do is they would fade it so that you could still hear what was being said, and then when it came back on to full volume again, like after the turn-by-turn instructions went, then it would rewind it just like a like a millisecond, like a half of a second, so that you didn't really miss what, like say if we were listening to a podcast like as we're talking, so you wouldn't miss what the person was saying. But Google Maps, on the other hand, because I use different maps for different times, and I mostly use Google Maps, I, I like to use Apple Maps because then I can use, hey, phone lady to, you know, say what's my next turn and, and things like that. But I've gotten better at using Google Maps. Now they have the feature where, because that bug that would bug me. Apple Maps doesn't tell you, at least out here, doesn't tell you when to turn until you're like on top of the turn. Whereas Google Maps, what I like is she tells you which lane to get into, and she you know gives you plenty of notice ahead of time. But I hated when you know the kids would say something or like, oh shit, I missed that that direction. What was that again? In Apple Maps, I could say, hey, phone lady, what's my next turn? And have her repeat it for me again because I missed it. But with Google Maps, you can't control it with voice yet. But in Google Maps, now I know that having – see, I have an old car. My car is like 14 years old. So I use my phone as a kind of a way to have GPS for the the lack of a built-in system because it's old. And I use it for navigating podcasts and things like that. I try to use Siri for everything because I don't have CarPlay. I don't have CarPlay and I don't have built-in GPS. So I'm kind of making do with these little add-ons and things because that's what technology is all about. That's that's why we're geeks, right? Um, and so I have learned now, though, now that I have my phone mounted on my dash in such a way that I can reach it a lot easier, you can poke at the screen and that will make her repeat the the next turn or repeat the instructions or what lane you're supposed to be in. So that has become a solution for that. But what bother, what still bothers me is when it comes into my ear, instead of it fading, and like I said, I think Apple's way of doing it is to fade it so you can still hear it and then it rewinds it slightly, whereas Google's way of doing it doesn't fade it. It just, the, the turn-by-turn directions come on so you hear the, the lady speak And then it rewinds it about a second. So it repeats the last couple of words. It repeats just a little bit more. So it does fade in and fade out, but it doesn't, it doesn't duck it. It doesn't fade it back. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's just a slight difference in the way that it does it. And I, I don't have a preference one over the other, as long as I can still hear what was being said. But what I cannot stand is having the turn by turn instructions or, um, you know, say when I say, Hey, phone lady and, she speaks back, you know, say if I say, you know, messages and then reads the message in my ear, that part is loud. 
And I okay, cannot seem to that. control the volume of that part. You can fix that. How? <laughs> in this, if you go under uh, maps, driving and navigation, it has navigation voice volume. No voice, low yes. volume, normal volume, and loud volume. And yes. then you can pause spoken audio. So if you're listening to a podcast, it will pause instead of talking Are you talking about it. Apple Maps or in Google Maps? Apple. Okay, so yeah, but that doesn't fix the problem that I have with it doing it in Google Maps or... So yeah, I saw those and I've I've played around with those. Google Maps has something similar. You can mute, you can now I have never figured out the difference between these two because I've tried it both ways. You can also choose in there if you want the sound to come through, it says it's a Bluetooth phone call or something like that. But that didn't seem to help me either. But either way, the the problem I still have is with um hey phone lady voice feedback commands. So things like um you know, take a note or uh, read me my messages or text my husband, you know, things like as I'm as I'm texting using voice while driving. Anytime she gives me feedback, that's what's screaming in my ear. And it doesn't seem like there's any kind of volume setting for that anywhere for just Siri voice feedback. Because the maps is kind of independent. Yeah, you can you can sort of like uh, there's granular settings for the threshold of spoken feedback for maps, but I need like a, a global setting for Siri voice feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. the part mm-hmm. that I need because she's screaming in my ear and it's actually blowing it out in my, in my earpiece. So it just seems like there's not an independent volume. Now you would think, well, well, duh, Melissa just turned the volume down on the earpiece. Well, I've tried that too. It could be, and it, and it could be, but I, I think I have this problem with other earpieces too, but this one earpiece that I like, it's a Plantronics, it does have a little rocker for the volume that goes up and down, but every time I try to fiddle with that, it says volume maximum or volume minimum, and that doesn't change. You would think it would. You would think that mm-hmm. that would change the Siri voice feedback volume, but it doesn't. Yeah, it just ends no up setting. making it loud. Yeah, see, so for as much as we piss and moan about how many granular settings there are between the watch and the phone and the other devices I still want more <laughs> I still want more that is yes. so twisted isn't it oh yeah no, well, everybody has a different use case and that's why there are so many granular settings to begin with it's, but you know it's like I've said before it gives you choice paralysis after a while you're just like oh fuck it all the hell I'm not going to do any of this shit <laughs> Why am I bothering? And and that's why, you know, people like my parents and my clients, they get so frustrated with this shit because to them, it's not a joy. To us, I, I'll speak for myself, though. I mean, to me, as much as it pisses me off, I do enjoy, I find joy in tinkering with this stuff because I get so excited when I do figure it out and when I can get it to work. But it's shit like this that makes me mad when there should be a setting for... Siri voice feedback like you should be able to to change that to suit your needs but it's just we're not there yet the future isn't here yet for that it's just not it's not one of those settings that's that's available just yet maybe it will be or maybe 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 there's not enough need for developers to say yeah we're getting a lot of requests for that we better put that in or no not enough people are complaining about it because it could just be the five different earpieces that I've tried this with. <laughs> you know, there's just so many variables. There's so well, many variables. 
And I get, I like tinkering with it and trying to make it work. I get frustrated when there should be a setting and there isn't. So in that case, I can empathize with people who are not geeks that that don't like to tinker with the stuff. But I can see how it's so overwhelming. And some of it depends upon your uh, what you're using because I have some where you change the volume on the earpiece and it'll change it on the phone. And I have others where uh-huh. the phone stays the same, but you change the volume yes. on the earpiece. Then um, there's that. <laughs> that yeah. drives me nuts too. Yeah. So but but it's still it to me. I think it's an iOS update issue, and I'll tell you why. Because it changes from iOS update to iOS update. There have been times where Bluetooth didn't work or it worked half-assed or it worked with certain features and not others. That's what changes between iOS updates. My hardware stays the same. My volume settings on the hardware stays the same. That hasn't changed. What does change is the iOS update. So, you know, if you're doing process of elimination, that's the part that's changed. And that's what pisses me off. It was working. Leave it alone. You broke it again. That's what frustrates me. Yes, but Apple knows best, though. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, that 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 leaves something to be uh, debated, I guess. But um, yeah. So, and like I said, I'm still getting used to what uh, getting used to this and trying to tinker with things a little bit. And I have narrowed down my watch faces on here some. Um, that's good. Well, that's half know, battle right there. It's just trying right. to get those customized. I, but once you do, once you get them to where you like them, it is pretty great. I think. I, I that's the thing that makes me miss it when when I don't wear my watch. And I've got I got six on here right now, and maybe I'll get rid of the uh, Buzz Lightyear and the Mickey Mouse one. I I kept it around because I thought maybe uh, some of the special ed kids at school might like to see the the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. keep Mickey Mouse on there just for that because she's right. so stinking cute. That's that's the little like hey look at what this can do kind of gimmicky thing that's totally unnecessary, but it's totally right. adorable and. It's just something that it makes you happy, so why not, right? Well, yeah, so I've got one here with uh, the uh, the assistant on here, uh, so I can touch that if I need to. Uh, one that displays my rings, and then one with uh, uh, news, uh, current news or something. Then i got a couple of the, uh, the uh, modular ones with more or less the same, but one that will show uh, my heart rate. Some days I don't want to know if I know. And then <laughs> one with a uh, one down here for downcast, so I can hit that and go to downcast and uh, uh, be able to control. And then one with, uh, and then uh, in the middle it'll have where the play controls pop up. I'm trying to use uh, the play controls from the watch for listening to music rather than reaching up to my headset because I've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked I, about that last time, sir. You yeah. do you have a workflow now where you yeah. know how to press the button and get it to be in the position you want it to, so you can tap it? Because some people don't like that, and are I saw an article, but I didn't click through it because it didn't suit my needs. But I probably should have read it because it talked about how to get it to stop doing that. Well, I, I want that feature. Yeah, and I stop do- doing what. Having the now playing show up as the first, like when you when you glance back at it again. So if, say, for example, um, the times when I find it annoying is when, say, on my phone, I was looking at a YouTube video because somebody sent me something or something I wanted to watch that was funny or, you know, on Facebook or something like that. I don't really care. Like, I'm done watching that video. But when I go to look at my watch... The now playing screen is now showing because that's the last activity I just did 
on my other device and it thinks that I want to pause, play, repeat or whatever. It thinks I want to control that video, but I've already moved on. But it's still well, on my watch. I, yes, I've complained about that too. It's like, how come if I'm listening to Overcast or or something on my phone, mm-hmm. and I can control it on my watch, and now I'm done, mm-hmm. and I've not only am I done listening on Overcast, but I've closed the app completely. I swiped up to get rid but of the, it. Yeah, it's still showing playing, up on my watch right, instead of looking at my watch and seeing my watch face. Now, part of that is a developer issue. There's there's some something I can't I'm I'm going to talk about it, but I'm not going to say what it is because I'm beta testing something. But there's an app that I've been beta testing, and I know that because the developers have spoken about it, that we have to wait till WWDC to see if anything will change as far as that. But they are kind of limited as to what they can do in Apple Watch and Watch OS, and so. There might be developers that are making their own Apple Watch apps that have something to do with playback features. And you'd say, well, well, I, I have this on the, the now playing screen. I want this on your app. And they say, well, we can't do that because we're not allowed to do that yet. So that's part of the issue, I think. I think we're just not there yet as to how to override that. Like there should be a way to use the Apple Watch app to have its playback face in place of the now playing like you should be able to override the now playing but for for the time being i think that what that watch os dictates that the now playing screen like apple's now playing screen has to show by default so i think we're just not there yet i think that in the future there will be a way to override that and like i said i should have clicked through that article because somebody was giving instructions on how to get it to stop doing that so i'll have to go see if i can dig and find that because you might find that handy but I had tried that one time where I got frustrated with it because for the same reasons I just explained, I didn't want it showing up because it was getting in my way. And so I dismissed it. And then when I needed it, it wasn't there. And the only way to get it to go back was to open up. And I still do this when I do need it. And this is just funky and it's a stupid you know, workaround that you have to do. The only way to get it back when you really do want it to show up is to open up a music, you know, open up the music act. Uh, open up the music app on your iPhone and play something and then pause it and then it'll show up on your watch. Then the now playing screen will be back. I guess you could probably have used YouTube or or some other, any other third-party app that has playback features that invoke the Apple Watch playback screen will make it show up again. But you can dismiss it and get it to go away, but it will come back. It will come back based on other apps that you use that have playback, but not the playback apps that you want. <laughs> That's the problem. There's a priority issue going on here and it's just not there yet. Well, so that-, that would probably be a good segue into what, how does the Apple watch use battery? Lisa, you had that topic you wanted to discuss. And I think that that plays into that. Some of these, uh, like I said, I'm beta testing stuff and I know that, that there's been some battery drain issue because of the stuff that I have been using on my watch. Well, the question that I had this, but I mean, I've always had this question since I got my first watch, but now that I have the series three, it does definitely last longer than the series zero. But for example, so. yeah, I mean, I was, I was thrilled because I would barely make it 12 hours. So for example, Friday went to the gym, clicked on the watch to do a workout, but I did not listen to a podcast. I had my phone with me and I was listening to an audiobook. So it wasn't draining the battery because I was listening to a podcast. But I did my workout. I did a bunch of texting, did it, you know, did all these different things over the course of the day. And by the time I went to bed, it was at about 70%. That's great. Which is which is fabulous. Yesterday, 
Did no exercise. Sat like a lump. Yep. Didn't do any texting as far as my watch was concerned. Phone calls, anything like that. It was at 40%. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. WTF. What's going on? And then the other thing is I was doing, I happened to look down. I just went, what do you mean I have 31 minutes of exercise? I didn't do Uh, anything today. Well, hmm. I was sitting and I was crocheting. And I looked at the watch to see when the time it was when I got this exercise credit. And it was while I was sitting crocheting. And because I was just, you know, watch, for was it, I think I was watching a podcast or something and sitting there crocheting, it took it as exercise, even though my heart rate didn't go up that much. And I got credit for 31 minutes of exercise while crocheting. Whereas today I was doing some crocheting before we podcasted. I got no exercise credit. Um, so how does it, dis- you know, I don't understand. Yeah, so I, I wonder if the, the question is, yes, yeah, two, it's twofold because it's like, how does it use the battery? What pings the battery? But then the bigger question is, what the hell counts as exercise? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> talk amongst yourself. I will look up, I was looking sure. up, let's see, I was looking up activity. All right, let me look at yesterday because I was trying to figure out, okay, so it said 31 minutes. Trying to see where I saw it here. See, now here's okay. another granularity. Here's another setting that I think the Apple Watch app should have because we don't have enough, right? We just talked about how there's not enough. There should be a battery section just like there is for the phone. Now, again, I don't necessarily trust the information in the battery section, but it's nice to look at to give you kind of an idea just in case it might be truthful. But don't you think, I mean, in... in in iPhone, you can go to settings, right? And then you can go to battery and you can show the battery percentage, the low power mode, battery health, which is still in beta. You know, that's what I guess, I guess I wish that we had for watch. But if it's in beta for the iPhone, then it's probably going to be a beta. It's not even in beta for Apple Watch. And even when it does, it'll be a while till it gets there. Who knows? Maybe they could surprise us in, uh, with WWDC or, you know, something that comes out later. But I mean, it shows you in the phone, you can see which apps are consuming battery right. life. Right. But I right. would like to see that for the watch because, for example, like the app that I'm beta testing, you know, I also, that's my problem. I'm a geek and so I tinker with this stuff. So sometimes I install things and I think it's one thing, but it might be another thing that I installed. Like I installed drafts on my phone and I haven't had time to play with it yet, but I just installed it so that when I do get time, I want to mess with it because I think, Mike, you... You use that too, and we can talk yeah. about that on another episode sometime because I do want to dig into that sometime later. There, there we go. We got our our show notes ready for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, maybe I mean that's just a thought. I was like, oh, maybe it's waiting for feedback and it's listening and it's pinging the battery and I don't know, you know. It, but that was coincident with some other apps that I installed. So it would be nice if there was another place (laughs) in the apple watch app on the iphone that showed you battery usage for individual apps and then for you elisa then you would see it might show you like oh your workout app is the one that's the hog and here's what's happening and then you could drill down and say okay well now what the hell counts as exercise why is it counting well this is the interesting thing i'm looking at the health app and i'm looking under yesterday exercise minutes and it's showing that it was a three o'clock hour that I got most of my uh, exercise time. So you're like, what was I doing? Well, that's when I was crocheting. But my heart rate was in the 50s and 60s. 
So it's not like I was busting a gut. It was just normals, just sitting there, normal breathing. And at the bottom of this chart, (laughs) it says every full minute of movement equal to or exceeding the intensity of a brisk walk counts towards your daily exercise minutes. You know, so meaning if you're really doing a lot of, you know, hard housework, you know, pushing the vacuum cleaner, or you're outside raking or pushing a lawnmower, that counts as exercise because you're getting your heart rate up. And I totally get that. I'm sitting there crocheting. It's not like it's a sport. And you're wearing it on your left wrist because you're right hand dominated. Is your your right hand dominant? Dominant. I'm a right hand. Now you hold when you're crocheting when you're right-handed you hold the yarn in your left hand but it's right and your hand and your hand moves a little bit but it's not like i have to say okay now i need some water i need to rest i need to calm you know you just just, it's like when i knit you know you just sit there you do your thing you're watching tv you're listening to a book or a podcast or whatever talking to somebody and i can guarantee you driving my old ass car and the the vibration that the steering wheel creates would probably kill my watch compared to crocheting the activity that's required you know yeah, I mean? and my heart Your rate like I bouncing have, i have a very low heart rate to begin with and a low blood pressure but it was only in the 50s and the 60s mm. and i got 31 minutes of credit mm. yesterday but not today it's like i was doing the same thing you're just a hardcore crocheter but I mean, I don't understand. It's like if I was, if I got the credit yesterday, I would why understand did I not get the knitting. credit today? I would understand if you're knitting because my knitting friends get so pissed off when they have to recast and they have to like take out loops or something. That would oh, yeah. probably set off someone's Apple Watch. Their their Apple Watch is probably totally pissed. But crocheting is not. It's a lot calmer. That's why we choose to crochet instead of knitting. <laughs> yeah. See oh, yeah. now, now if I were still. And not to go down a complete rabbit hole or anything, but this would this would piss me off had I had an Apple Watch when I was still nursing my boys, because breastfeeding alone burns buku calories, and that is like an exercise just on itself. But you're just sitting there holding the baby. So if I had an Apple Watch and I was tracking my my caloric intake that way, that would totally bum me out because I wouldn't get any credit for that. But yet you get credit for crocheting. <laughs> it's not fair. Oh, yeah, well, so there's just that's why that's why I just don't I, I just I know you guys do it. I just I personally just can't get into the whole workout thing because I just don't get it myself. I just don't. Well, it's also the calorie count too, like excellent. you like you mentioned mm-hmm. on Friday. I had five hundred. Well, we don't we don't need to. My my calorie count is not good, but <laughs> I had my movement. You didn't count the, you know, yet. the calories, yeah, the calories <laughs> that I burned was about hundred and fifty calories more than I did yesterday. I, I, yeah, and so how is it tracking your calories burned based on your heart rate, based on your movement ring? I mean, and same thing with steps. Like I don't, I gave up on looking at the exercise stuff because the steps I knew weren't accurate. Because like we've talked about before, like when you're holding onto the grocery cart or when you're just like, I'm always holding something. Mm-hmm. So I'm not swinging my hands or, I, or I'm holding a kid or I'm holding a kid's hand. So I'm not swinging my hands. So I can't get the kinds of credit that I'd like to get. I'm just not, I'm just always attached to something. So you know, unless someone can tell us what we're interpreting wrong or what we're doing wrong, I don't look at this as gospel. I just look at this as more of a just a general idea of mm-hmm. did I get, did I get off my butt today? Did yeah. I, you know, did I walk? Um, what was I doing the other day? I probably oh, I should keep the rings. Like I know more people than not that are not, 
they'll say that they're obsessed with the rings and I, and I get it though. I mean like that's something they like looking at the rings, the rings make them, it's all about the rings. I mean, that's what it first came out with, right? That was like the big, the big, you know, breakout feature was, Oh, look at these rings. You close your rings, you close your rings, you know, because we all are competitive social beings and we like to compete, compete with ourselves and with other people. So it's all about the rings, but see, I probably made the mistake of just, I don't know, leaving that go and putting it like three screens over. So it's just not something that I probably, I probably should move it to my front face or I should move it to at least my second screen or something so that I, it is a place that I glance at and then I look at, but for me it's hidden. So it's like out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> Whereas you guys have it. Don't you each, do you, both of you have the ring somewhere on the front? That's my, that's my that's your main. Yeah. 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 I mean, I yeah. might change it one day. I'm just too lazy to figure it out. I just said, eh, <laughs> leave it alone. But the other thing that, and we've talked about this before is like the other day I was doing some cleaning and so I was up on a chair and then down and then, you know, taking a desk rag and then up and down and up and down and up and down as a workout. But what do you, how do you do that? At at 10 minutes before the hour, I get the little notification time to stand. (laughs) I have been up and down on this chair. I have been dusting. I have been like picking things and throwing them away. I have been constant motion for the last 50 minutes. And now you're telling me that I have not registered movement. Right. Yeah. Kevin says uh, this still tells him to stand when he's driving. I've seen uh, that happen too. Yeah. That, yeah. that standing goal thing is, is messed up. That's just foobard. I haven't yeah, had, I don't think there's any hope for that one. Well, and I'm like, say I, my job makes me more active during the day. So I do get that stand thing. Yeah, but screw you, you, Mike. Well, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, because yeah, I think one day I got like 200% of my goals or something like that. But, um, but I'm waiting for you guys to, you know, if you look at my rings very much. Now, like uh, Wednesday. No, I had, no I, had, I just don't. I'm not even going to go well, there. <laughs> well, well the, but, you know, the thing is, I'm not consistent, though, because, like, so Wednesday I had 20,000 steps. Um, Thursday mm. I had 26,000. Friday I had 20,000. Yesterday I had 6,000. And today I have 3,000. So the weekends I drop off. But, um, right. Yeah, that's to be expected. Well, yeah. But like I say, the standing thing, no. Usually I get that when I'm at home playing video games. Um, and that works. Uh, you know, I am sitting there. So And, oh, it's, it's more like it's telling me to stand up and get coffee. Awesome. Uh so, <laughs> hey, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, well, I prefer ice cream. I prefer ice cream, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. E- either get coffee or get rid of coffee. One of the two, so it works out well. <laughs> and for either me, both, way. But. Yeah, and like I say, if Apple ever wanted to add a fourth ring for stress, some days I could just use it as a fan to right. cool, cool me off. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's something I don't know if I want to know because be, it might be that. Uh, you know, they, if they put a stress ring in there, your phones would probably be throbbing, and they're going, "Oh crap, Mike's all torqued off again." Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys would want to know that or not, but uh, uh, Mayday, yeah. Mayday, Mike, are you okay? <laughs> no, I have been this okay. This is highly for a long unusual, time. Mike. Uh, no, nothing's highly unusual for me. Anything is. I do, I do get a kick out of at least for me because I'm just such a sloth. I mean, I, I'm having hip problems. So I'm, I've been in a lot of pain. I'm just not exercising anyway. But I do, I do like to see the red ring clothes. I do enjoy getting that little firework, you know, that blazing circle that closes. That does make me happy. So I do, I do like to see that, and I think, oh, that. Yeah, that would motivate me to move more, but it's the pain that keeps me down. So right, a- unless it see that's that you need the stress ring, I need the pain ring. <laughs> I need a pain. Sometimes ring. it guilts you. It'll say, Elisa, yeah. 
you exercised, you closed your exercise ring yesterday. You need to do exercise right now. I'm like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It says, keep going. You can do it, Melissa. You can do it. I'm like, fuck you. No, I'm not going to do it. No, I can't. I'm eating ice cream right now. Leave me alone. (laughs) Well, are are you saying there's like a little Jewish mother inside your watch that says, you can do this, Elisa. You just need to. I am the Jewish mother. (laughs) Okay. All right. So you're inside your own phone chewing yourself out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do like getting the Atta Girl things, you know, those those are the ones that were pissing us off that, you know, you'd, you'd see them and you'd read them, but they wouldn't be read anywhere else. But then it's like, maybe they're doing them on purpose so that you can still see the, the Atta Girl messages. But I don't like the taunts. It, you know, I look through the message and I'm, I always look for something, you know, just a little bit more creative. I, I should just cr- custom craft my own, but I don't like the taunting ones, you know, it's like, what... Why did they build that in? Do people get that competitive with, with each other where they, they taunt each other? I, I guess they do. I don't oh, you mean for the kudos? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I'm on to you or that kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, I, I never send those. I, I yeah. agree with you. I'm like, that sounds, yeah, that just sounds like uh, it's supposed to be I'm proud of you. Hey, you did it. Good for you. Yeah, maybe it's like the maybe it's like the pro silicon culture sneaking in yeah, there. It's like, or way to maybe go. <laughs> Yeah, I, give me something positive. Don't don't mess with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll unfriend you. <laughs> yeah, well, they should have a good old fu in there or something. Or uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I want to be able you to figure lazy out. slob. <laughs> I want to be able to send emoji cons from my phone, or can I? No, in me- well, maybe I can in message. I like I say, yeah. lots of things to explore. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess you do have. Oh, you do have the smiley faces. Uh yeah, yeah. We're exploring that, trying to figure out how to get how to get different ones in there, and the stickers. The yeah. stickers will take like your most recent used stickers, but you can't get to the sticker stickers. Like you can't get to the rest of the sticker packs. Yeah, so I I need to sit down and you know explore, explore it some more, and like say I should make uh, uh, maybe for our next show notes in here because uh, I while you guys were talking, I was listening to you, but I was also getting the next week's uh, or next uh-huh. episodes up, so. <laughs> I should put in there talk about drafts because I've started to use it some. Yes, and, I would like that. Yes. Well, yeah, and maybe between now and then, maybe I should give myself some homework and hope that I get it done. But just kind of talking about an automated workflow using, like, maybe workflow drafts because both of them you have watch yes. apps. Um, That's stuff that I want to learn more about. So next next time we'll talk about that because I want to. I need some food for thought to get motivated into to doing that because it's it's just it's sitting there on my my to-do list nagging me right that i know there's there's things that i do and i i know there's got to be a better way and i just haven't had time to explore because well, i've got all this other stuff on yeah. but school's almost out so yeah how much more school do you have we're done we were done friday oh. so now we start summer oh. cleanup Ooh. yeah and and, uh-huh. and like i say we can talk about it more when we do uh when we do talk about that but i want the way that because i'm walking around the school and i see oh that needs to be done this needs to be, and i just need some simple way because it's like to pull out my phone and you know do something it's like yeah okay uh no i'll remember that yeah, no hell i won't right like it's great to have a timer but yeah there yeah. needs to be uh, as easy of a way to set a timer that as there is to make a to-do list and that's a stuff I've been I've been right. needling around and looking at and ideally I would and I'm maybe asking too much but it, ideally it'd be nice to hit the button dictate something into it and have it go to the right list because I got different you know lists either yes. like lights that need too. to be changed or repairs that need to be done or something that needs to be done so 
And I don't know if I can fine-tune it that much, but, you know, if there is something that with just a few presses of the button, uh, you know, I can get stuff to it. And like I, said, I have been using I do like the, you know, the now playing uh, part there because then I can see, I listen to uh, Pandora a lot. So what song is this? And, you know, do I like it? And it's, it makes mm-hmm. it easier to thumbs up stuff. And I've also been trying to get into Spotify uh, because, oh, I'm trying... Uh, uh, I'm trying to switch. I'm trying to narrow down my music services that I use, and I have three of them that I use right now for specific reasons. I have Amazon Music for the Echo stuff. I had Google Music for the Google stuff, but now I'm switching over to Spotify because that will work on both, uh, both Home and Echo. Uh, and then I like I like Pandora because they kind of get my musical tastes. Well, like I say, I'm trying to pare down services, so I've been trying to use Spotify a little bit more. Um, and so, you know, and again, to create a playlist, I wanted to get, understand the music that I like. So it's kind of nice just to pull up my watch and I like this, I don't like it type thing. And just to be able to craft my, uh, get it to understand what kind of music I like so that, um, you know, I can uh, I can get the kind of music that I want. Because sometimes when I'm at work, I want something fast-paced and something. And then there's other times I'm in different moods. So I want, I'm still trying to, like, you know, get that dialed in. Um, and so maybe at some point I, I could maybe drop Pandora if I can get the stations to work the way I want. But just to being able to pull it up and, you know, without having to pull my phone out to do this stuff, that works kind of nice. Or if I don't like the song, I can skip to it. Uh, so yeah, I'm getting more into the wor- uh, watch workflow of things. I'm just trying to find better ways to incorporate it. And I just, I think I just need to take some time and, well, sit down with like the workflow app drafts and some of those things to develop a, uh, you know, a note taking habit of some sort using the watch, because hopefully that's the low resistance way of doing it. I couldn't get into workflow. I bought it and I just couldn't get into it. Well, and I did, and I wished it, and I know they work on it. I just wished that it interfaced more with the more of the apps that I use because I did have one set up that would put things into, um, um, oh, the one that Microsoft bought and is uh, phasing out. Um, oh, shoot, the, the, the to-do list app. Um, Wonderlist. There we go, Wonderlist. Oh, Wonderlist. Yeah, yeah. I like Wonderlist. Yeah. Yeah, and so you know, I just do. Yeah, and I had. Yeah, I was going to check that out. It went on sale, and I got mad because I didn't grab it in time. So I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Yeah, I like do better than reminders. Reminders I use for things like books, a uh, uh, list of books I want to read, that kind of thing. But for actual reminders, I like do better, D U E, because it nags you. Yeah, I need a okay. nag. Yep. Well, and, and I like that. And I hate admitting that, but I. Wonderlist uh, does that too, and I like Wonderlist because you can create uh, nested uh, uh, to-do lists. So, like, I could have one in there about a project we're going to do, and then like sub-projects that need to get done. And I think you can go sub-projects in there too. So, uh, if there's materials you need to get or something like that, I just want to be have something so that I can, you know, keep things kind of straight on what I'm doing. So, you know, this task has to be done. In order to do that, you have to do these things and you have to get this material. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm kind of, and I do like Wonderlist and Microsoft's bought it and they're supposed to be, uh, now they're coming out with their do, I think, I think it's Microsoft do D-O. Um, let me look oh. um, or do I even have it on my phone? I got, um, 
and but they're not rolling in the um, wonderlist features as fast as a person would like. I think maybe they finally got nested uh, stuff in there. I can't remember, but uh, and you know, so the, we the people that use wonderlist kind of groaned and went, "Oh, great, Microsoft." Well, and they haven't killed it off, and I think you know it's still functional yet. Didn't they get bought by it. They. Did Microsoft buy Wonderlist or something? Yeah, basically. And so they're supposed to be incorporating that into uh, uh, their... So what's going to happen to the Wonderlist app, I wonder? Well, if they ever get due to work, uh, they will probably uh, uh, you know, uh, update that and then uh, phase out... Um, I had a phone ringing here. Uh, phase out uh, Wonderlist, but you know they're not... Not really getting it switched over that well. I should go back in and check uh, check it out uh, because I think well, uh, Wonderlist was updated a month ago. Oh, was it? Okay. Huh. Well, it was just yeah. security updates, or are they? I don't think they're adding any minor bug fixes. It says minor bug fixes to keep the app running as it should. And then prior to that was six months and seven months. Yeah. So there haven't been a whole lot of. They're updates, keeping it secure, but. It's still... but yeah. Hmm. And like I say I, just, I I really liked it and I was using it and then when I found out that it got bought out that's always like the writing on the wall for me and then I thought oh, maybe I should not be investing so much of my life and time into this and so then I kind of stopped using it and then I was going to look for something else and that's the thing though that's the thing that frustrates the hell out of me is you know to do's reminders that kind of stuff like that's your life that's a huge investment of your time and energy and organization and workflows and everything. And you want something that's going to stick around for that because, okay. you know, then you have to start all over again. That's why I, I hesitate to buy third-party apps because what if they fold, you know, or what if they get bought by somebody else? And then you got to start all over again. It just that okay. drives me crazy. I, I have to Mike, per- you said the Microsoft one is called Do, D-O? To, to, to Do. I had it wrong. Oh, To Do, because there is yeah. an – okay. There is an app here called Do, D-O. Right. No, it's to do. To do, okay. Uh, T O dash D O. So, uh, yeah, and like I say, and I should go back. But the thing is, like I say, um, work. Well, like I say, we should probably be saving this for that segment. But workflows doesn't interface with. The, uh, it interface with Wonderlist, but it won't interface with uh, To Do, which is supposed to be the successor to Wonderlist. I just need, uh, and I need to go back in there and look and see which one it does interface with, and if those apps will do what I want it to do. I, you know, could maybe think about changing. Uh, well, there's our apps. homework for next time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, uh, yeah, like I said, I should probably grab my iPad. Well, I have to watch a, a movie tonight for Sci-Fi Tech Talk. I have to make sure I get that done. But I should also grab my. Uh, iPad and sit there and because I like to do it on the iPad more so than on the phone because um, it's just the bigger surface to work on. Yeah. Uh, right. And it's well, I'm I'm going to use this as a segue sure. to talk to the one little uh, content that I wanted to talk about because one of the reasons why finding a good app and like I said, we'll talk about it more in, in the next episode. We'll carry it over, but. One of the biggest reasons why I want to find something that really, really works really well is because I have a kiddo, and Mike, you and I have talked about this in the past. I have a kiddo with ADHD who struggles with executive functioning, and what's one of the best tools for that? To-do lists, (laughs) check-off lists, things like that. And we just, um, I guess it's been two weeks now since we uh, launched, so to speak. Um, We allowed our 
he's only 11. He'll be 12 this summer. So I was nervous about that. We allowed him to take a cell phone to school. Um, it started getting, I was one of those parents where I would look at other parents who let their kids that, you know, at age, you know, nine, 10, 11, take cell phones or even flip phones. And I'm like, what are you nuts? And, you know, you know how it is with parenting. It's like you see somebody else do something and then it happens to you. And then you think, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that makes sense. Because now it's getting to the point where we've just too many times have, have run into issues where he couldn't get to the office phone or, you know, something happened last minute with an after school activity. And it was just hell on logistics trying to drive because we drive back and forth. It's not a bus, you know, school. And so there's driving back and forth and, you know, all these short little trips and then coming out there and then finding out that there was this that happened or, you know, we were supposed to pick him up at this time. And I would just like to hell with this. I'm, I can't take this anymore. You're, we're giving you a phone, you know, at least for the purposes of being able to communicate with us and all that went into that. And I had planned on do doing it for a really, really long time. Um, you know, I mean, my other little one who's only eight, I mean, he's he's still kind of attached to me. But, you know, I'm I'm sure we'll have to think about it for him in the next couple of years here, too. But at least with my oldest one, like I said, he struggles with executive functioning skills. And I'm trying to teach him how to set reminders and use the calendar and, you know, those kinds of tools. So I'm really anxious to not anxious. as Well, yeah, I'm anxious. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to trying to find some really good workflows and tools that, you know, if we can figure this out, then maybe something that I can find that'll work for him. Now that he's have, now that he's taking his, it's an old iPhone. It's like an old hand-me-down. So, you know, I tried not to put a lot, I didn't put like a lot of games and stuff like that. It basically has the basics on it. And we've, I sent you guys the, we actually went through this thing called a, a cell phone boot camp. <laughs> I know you're going to think I'm nuts, but I wanted to have due diligence. I wanted to, you know, I, I study this stuff. I teach people for a living how to do these kinds of things. So I thought it, it fit within what our lifestyle is like. And so um, I attended this this thing called uh, uh, PhoneWise Boot Camp. And, you know, it was basically some parents get together and there's this this woman. I'll give you some guys some links. She wrote a book called ScreenWise that I really, really like. And she's just got some really kind of down to earth, no nonsense kind of advice for parents in the digital age and you know, how to deal with giving your kid a cell phone and things that you can you should consider. Because I know parents that are a little bit older who have older kids and I just this just wasn't on their radar back then. So it's not like they're terrible parents or anything. It's just that it just wasn't a thing. I mean, you know, we had the flip phones and they started giving kids those phones and then they turned into smartphones and then we had the whole social media thing blow up and then, you know, kids are getting cyberbullied and all this stuff. So there's just a lot more to consider as a parent. It, it's sad. I mean, it's sad. Like, I can't give my children the childhood that I had, you know, with n not constant surveillance and cameras and people taking pictures and, and all that stuff and feeling left out and just everything that goes with it. So, you know, I had to really study it and read up on it and give some really careful considerations to what the rules were going to be and, you know, kind of set the expectation before we just say, here's your phone, take it out of the house with you. You know, like my kids, luckily they've been exposed to this stuff since they were babies and whether or not that's a good idea, the jury's still out. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll find out in 50 years from now that I completely ruined them and I should be paying their therapy bills or, <laughs> you know, it happens, right? Shit happens. Um, but I'm doing the best I can with what I got to work with now. And so uh, they've been exposed to it since they were really little. And so they're, they're, you know, it's not like you hand them a device and it's this glowing object that they can't be torn away from. I can tear my kids away from it. They can be torn away from it. Um, they're, they're used to being, you know, we give them a countdown. Okay, save your game. 
I'm taking it away now, those kinds of things. I do try to set reasonable limits. I try not to use it as a punishment. That's really, really hard. Um, I don't want to be in the position where I give my kid a phone and then say, okay, I'm taking away your phone. No, what mommy will do is mommy will strip all the features off the phone so that all you can do with it is make phone calls and send texts and nothing else. So, you know, he kn- he kind of knows the consequences when it comes to that. He's seen the way that I've been able to, like, hack our system so that, oh, you want to play Wii? Oh, are you looking for this cable? Is this the one you need to, to plug in the rest of the system? Uh-huh. <laughs> Or, oh, I'm sorry, the Wi-Fi password has been changed. So you're the tech... They know not to mess with You're the tech mommy from hell. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, Uh, and the kids know it. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. So Uh, we did did set up a contract. Um, You know, it's just just two pages. (laughs) You shall sign your life away. But, no, I mean, we, we came up with it together, actually. We found... I was really proud of him. He found... A, you know, lots of parents are doing this. This is this is the thing now, right? And so lots of parents are doing this. And some of these contracts that we've read through, I mean, some of them are like, your phone will be taken away. And I'm like, um, doesn't that defeat the purpose of giving them a phone to be able to contact you? So now what are you going to do? So didn't you just shoot yourself in the foot there? So, you know, like we don't have any like, you know, the phone will be taken away. No, the phone will just be, you'll get a flip phone or you'll get a dumb phone or you'll get your old 4S. <laughs> you know, or- like that's the punishment. Or you get so, the red, so, the, red yeah, we, the red button, the doom mm-hmm. on your phone that you can press and shuts down all their features except being able to call nine one one and you or something like that. Exactly. So. In fact, we even um, we we tinkered with this and we should tinker with it more. But I actually I had Lucian help me out with this. You know, he's you know I'm raising a little homegrown hacker. I, I'll I'll be proud to admit it. You know, I want to teach him to use the superpowers for good and not for evil. And we sat down with the phone the one time and I said I said let test this out for me and. I actually set up the phone in such a way that I used guided access. And you know how, I don't know if you guys have tried this, but in guided access, you can circle areas that you don't want the child to be able to tap. So in in some way, I was able to actually use guided access to dumb down the phone just enough so that all they could do was use it as a phone. Like I, I, mm. I circled areas that I didn't want. He still found ways around it, but <laughs> it was pretty good. Like it was a good first start, you know, like he, he, he looked at it and, you know, he tested it out and he looks at me, he's like, mom, you're evil. <laughs> well, I thank took you. it as a compliment. <laughs> thank you. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> is he, oh, would he be able to, now, now you got the hacker and me going, would he be able uh, to do a voice search to open up an app? Not if you disable Siri completely. Oh, yeah, there's okay. like I said, there's yeah, okay. these, it, there's there's right now there I haven't found a completely foolproof way. What's that saying? You build a better fool whenever you try to foolproof something. You know, it's okay. like they're it's just going to make them a stronger hacker. The more I try to, you know, de-engineer this kind of stuff, so I have to be careful what I wish for here. Right, I got to pick my battles. So um, I just, you know, the the idea with this, these kinds of parental trainings is mentoring over monitoring. You want to mentor your child to make, you know, have a, a good foundation and, and have them making more responsible choices be in the first place before you give them the phone. <laughs> and then hopefully, hopefully, if you cultivate it enough when you give them the phone, they won't be stupid and, you know, take pictures of people in the bathroom and stuff like that. I mean, we have all that kind of stuff. We we actually uh, we airplayed pages to the Apple TV and we sat in this is gonna sound so dorky but I'm just gonna tell you we sat in the family room as a family and we actually crafted this 
this uh, contract together, we used other contracts that, like I was starting to say, I was proud of him because we, when we started talking about this, he went out and Googled cell phone contracts or teenage uh, cell phone contracts, um, smartphone contracts, iPhone contracts. You know, those are all different kinds of keywords that we use to search search this out. And then we found one or two, I think we narrowed it down to two, that we liked most of the content that was in the contract. And then we just kind of retyped it or copied and pasted stuff. And we put together our own contract based on those, you know, pre-filled out ones. And then we changed some of the words and we omitted things and we added some things together. And then this is what we came up with on our own. Let's see how many things. So there's 12, because I have OCD, there's had to be an even number. There's 12 items on the contract. And, you know, with, with the, the understanding that it's going to change over time. Like there might be things that of course we didn't think of at the time or things that he didn't think of at the time. And so we may have to make adjustments. Um, like one of them was um, after we had him sign this and we, you know, gave him the phone, I was starting to think about, well, you know, maybe we should have something in there about what happens if he goes over his, his minutes, you know, or what happens if he reaches a certain, like maybe we should have a, a threshold or something. Those are kinds of things that we, we just don't know yet. I did go with track phone. Uh, Kevin will be happy about that. I had been talking to Kevin about this on the side. Um, I got a, a track phone kit and I put the SIM card in there and there's an app and it's okay. I'm a little bit disappointed only because I thought that there had been a plan and maybe they changed it. It must have been. I thought that there had been a plan where it was like unlimited minutes and unlimited text or there was a, there was a really high cap on, on texting, but then it was a certain data plan. And I thought the data plan was better than it was. But what we're learning, though, is there is some Wi-Fi that he can connect to around the school. Like, it's not the school Wi-Fi, but it's like a, an Xfinity hotspot or something. So there's that that he might be able to use. But for the most part, trying to teach this kid, like, which things cost data and which things cost messaging. You know, and we're, we're, we're trying to decide whether or not I, I still want to hook it to uh, Google Voice. So that originally what I would like to do is I would like to say, okay, look, don't get attached to this phone number because it could change. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of basically like you're giving your kid a burner phone. So, you know, don't go giving this phone number out to all your friends because, you know, if we decide to change plans and put a different SIM card in there because it's unlocked, you know, um, I unlocked it a long time ago. It was originally an AT&T phone. So I might have some limitations there. But there's all these things to think about like, okay, well... You have this phone number with this SIM card, but if we change, if we change, you know, we don't like this or say, you know, it's just not enough data or whatever. We're monitoring it. You know, I'm, he has to check the app and he has to check the, the, the data. But, he, you know, he's a little kid. He's only 11. So he's still like, well, what if I'm using Discord? Well, that's messaging, right? I'm like, no, that's data. Okay, well, what about Google Hangouts? That's messaging, right? No, that's data. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting. The... He's using iMessage, right? And so he's using iMessage to text, you know, mom and dad and a couple of his friends that have iMessage. So that doesn't count against his messaging. So like his, his messaging number isn't really moving, which is good, right? But it's the data because everything's going through data. So, you know, I'm, I'm torn about whether or not I want to hook it to Google Voice and have him. That's the thing with little kids, though. I mean, they're not really making phone calls. It's just not, you know, we're not making calls because everything can be handled with texting because we got to be careful. I'm trying to teach him to not be, you know, he knows one of the rules is, and I don't think we have this in the contract, but one of the rules is that, 
you know, at school, they're only allowed to use their phones at lunchtime, you know, and they're, and he says they're allowed to use them in between passing classes, which I tend to believe. And so he's gotten, if anything, one of the nice consequences is now he knows he's got to book it and make sure he gets to class on time because now he wants to be able to whip out his phone and text us in between classes. So that's kind of a nice positive little uh, uh, reverse psychology engineered kind of thing, right? So there's that. I mean, so I'm trying to teach him, you know, I'm not going to text you. That's another thing about the Apple Watch, right? So I have um, my calendar set up in list view. And for the whole school year, I plug in the boys' uh, schedules so that I know which class they're in. So if I have to go pick them up for a doctor's appointment or if I'm volunteering and I want to go, like, have lunch or if I'm going to be in the classroom, you know, so that I know what classes they have when at which periods. So what's been great about that is he has texted us a couple times in between classes, but I can now just look up my watch, tap on the date, and I can see, oh, yes, good boy. He's he's switching periods. He's not, you know, in the middle of math class when he should be paying attention. You know what I'm saying? So so that has been, you see how that kind of coincides with being able to set up your watch the way that you want it. It made that process a lot smoother because all I had to do was glance, tap, and get the answer that I needed right away, you know. Mm. So that so that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So he's he's learning. He's doing knock on wood. He's he's doing pretty well. Like I said, it's been it's been two weeks now. I think this will be the third week. And I waited. I purposely waited till the end of school because I wanted to kind of give him like a practice. You know, he's only in sixth grade. He's going to seventh grade next year, and I wanted to just kind of have a feeling for what it was like to have a phone on him. Um, you know, we talked about. There might be times where he gets separated from the phone. I mean, I'm not worried about him necessarily losing the phone, but kids at that age, they steal stuff just for the sake of stealing stuff. Mm. You know, they're not, it's not like it's a new phone. It's an old phone. You know, he's already gotten teased like, oh, you got to get a phone. And like, dude, it's a guy that has, come on, <laughs> you know, but kids are harsh. They're, they're cruel. They're, they're terrible. Oh, yeah. And we know this, this is, this is a fact we know we, we, we have to work around this. Um, so he's pretty good about keeping it in his pocket. We have all the, this goes back to what you were talking about with, um, bells and whistles and stuff. Like I like to keep my phone silented for the most part. And so I've taught him to do that. So it's in do not disturb. It's, uh, it's muted. We turned off all the notifications. So for him, he does, I, I did tell him, you know, you're gonna be responsible for, cause you're not going to hear me. And, and we turn off vibration too, because I didn't want vibration going off in his pocket as well, because the kid's distracted. <laughs> you know what I mean, if I do want to text him, like I said, I use my watch and I think, okay, I, this is not important. It can wait. You know, this is not important. I'm not going to text him in the middle of math class, but oh, here comes lunch. You know, I better, if I'm going to get him a message, I need to do it, you know, during lunchtime. Cause that I know he'll be checking his phone then, you know, cause we have to work around not hearing anything and not feeling anything. So he's got to do like what I was telling you to do is basically just build yourself a workflow where you're checking it manually yourself. I, I like doing that. I even turn off the badges. I can't stand the badges because I feel like when I leave badges turned on and when I leave sounds turned on and vibrations turned on, then I get the feeling like my devices are controlling me instead of the other way around. So I purposefully turn off all that stuff and then I check it when I damn well feel like checking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I want to be in control of it. If I want to set my phone down, I mean, I run a small business, so I, I do check it a lot because, you know, I'm, I'm constantly fielding questions from clients and stuff. But um, if I want to be able to take a nap or if I want to be able to go do something, 
you know, semi off the grid. I'm never going to be a type of person that goes off the grid unless there's no LD. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But uh, I do, I do, you know, put myself in like quasi off grid mode a lot of times, you know? Well, so I'm trying to teach him to do that, to just check it manually and then respond when appropriate. Don't let it just constantly be binging and, and, and tormenting you the whole time. And you see, I'm so. probably the complete opposite. I've got, you know, probably, well, maybe not every notification, but i got quite a few notifications on. Uh, and I've turned a few off, but there are some that's like, uh, like I say, I want to be notified about something. Even, you know, silly ones like maybe, you know, from, oh, I don't know, QVC or some other or Amazon or something. Hey, there's a deal. You know, okay. Right. So, you want to pounce on that sale. <laughs> well, yeah. Or sometimes it's just, uh, it's a nice distraction during the day because a lot of the stuff I do is kind of mindless. So I can be mopping a floor or doing whatever and I'm looking, oh, hey, that's cool. Or, uh, or there's actually something that comes across that, you know, I might consider halfway as important, but uh, yeah, most of the time it's, it's either a uh, dis- uh, nice distraction or it's like, hey, there's a toilet overflowing somewhere. Those I want to know about right away. Right, that's so, important. Yes, yes. Yeah, so. yeah, I do worry about that. I mean, there's times when I think, well, what if there was, you know, God forbid, a you know, an emergency at school or something. Yeah, I mean, it's set to be where it's silented, so he's not going to get that. So I just have to take that into account. Um, I think... I haven't, this is something we need to test because even though he has it in Do Not Disturb, um, myself and his dad are in his favorites list. So I think we have it set so that if we call multiple times, then I think it will give him some kind of a. It should go through immediately. Yeah. Favorites. My understanding is if it's a favorite, like, so Melissa, if you're on my favorite list, it will go through immediately. But if you're not on my favorite list, but you, you call me, there's a certain amount of times within a short period of time, yes. the call yes. will go through because exactly. obviously the phone's thinking it's got to be an emergency if she's yeah, calling five important. times in a row. Right. Yeah. So I think maybe that's what it would be like. I guess we'll test that. But I think that's what will happen if I call him, if I actually place a phone call to him. I think it will go through. And so that's probably what we've just reserved it for. Just like, you know, I will only call you if it's an emergency. So if you hear that phone ring, you better answer. You know what I mean? Um, And that's in the contract, too, that if we call or we text, he has to answer us in a timely manner. That's just that's part of the rules. Um, But texting, you know, that kind of stuff. I didn't want that to to go through like what if I did have to text them during a class because I was working and I needed to get the message out because I knew I wasn't gonna have time later you know there's a timing sensibility there so but I didn't want that constantly vibrating his phone and you know just because he has rules and we have rules that doesn't mean his friends are gonna respect our rules either so I had to kind of make it silent so that other people contacting him that don't follow the rules aren't causing it to become a distraction for him. So for, for now, I think we're going to stick with silent mode and checking it. And then I think probably, yeah, we'll test it out and make sure that when we call him, that phone call will go through. So, and I like being able to look on the map and see where he is. So, yeah, so it's, it's going well and I'll report back on that in subsequent uh, episodes when we talk about this and, I look forward to the the next episode when we talk about more workflows and stuff. So, okay, um, I'm thinking about that stuff. Yeah, and like that's say, my well, cue to get you to wrap up, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Well, uh, homework next episode. So, yeah, moving on to the next section here. Uh, so, we've been talking about the watch a lot. So, I see Elisa has a uh, a watch pick here that looks mildly interesting. 
Yeah, this is kind of based on what I picked last time, which was the two-in-one for the watch and the phone charger. This one, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. OITM, it's O-I-T-T-M, Apple Watch Series 3 stand. Uh, you, how do I explain? It looks like a cylinder. Hmm. And on the top of it, they have a, a piece that you would put in for your watch or your Fitbit. So it's a separate little piece that you would put in based on what, um, what kind of watch brand you have. And you put your watch in there, and then they've got three USB ports, or four, sorry, four USB Ooh, ports. This looks really nice. That you can plug into, or is it four or is it three? Three. Looks like three on the front. Looks like three, and then one on the top. So I think you could also uh, put your phone on the top. I'm just saying, I'm just looking at. Yeah, th- yeah you can put your that's... phone on the top, too. So if you wanted to charge your phone on the top instead of your watch, or if you just wanted to use the watch cable that came with your watch and plug it in, USB, you could do that. And what's also kind of cool is whatever you're plugging in on the top of the cylinder, the the cable is hidden within the cylinder. Yeah, that's nice. It makes it that's nice and cool. tidy. Yeah. yeah. So this one's twenty nine dollars on Amazon. We're between twenty five and fifty this week. Oh, and you can put the you can put the iPhone landscape or portrait in one of the pictures it shows. I think yeah. it should probably just well, there's a little clip holding it. I don't think that would be charging. Yeah. But yeah, that's not yeah. charging. That's just watching. But you're charging. Yeah. Uh-huh. It looks like you're charging it when it's if in it's, um, portrait. Yeah, and that's always the sticking point for me because I'm looking at that one picture, and yeah, I don't know if there's going to be enough space to be able to fit my phone with my bulky case on it. Yeah. Well, and what I would like to see, well, I, you know, I was envisioning this for travel, and what would be nice would be if it had a cap that would go on it that would function as a uh, the a uh, uh, Qi charger, that uh, the wireless mm-hmm. charger, right? Because uh, then that would be really nice, no. especially if you travel. We need to design something that we can 3D print and have somebody make this because yeah. they always come so close. And right. it's always like, oh, this is such a great design. And, yeah, it's got all these features and this is really great and I can do this and I can do that. But, but, but this but one it's missing part, something. Yes, yes, it's missing something. So give me this, right. but with the feature from this one on this unit. Right. Aye, so, so I'm envisioning yeah. this as like a little canister. You pop it open. Your cables that you yeah. need are in there because you can charge three right. other devices. And then, like I say, have right. the top be a, key, a Qi charger for your iPhone to put on there because I really like those. I like that nightstand uh, one that I got, which was cheap, but I can put my watch on there and I can put my phone on there. I don't have to be – I can do it in mm-hmm. the dark when I come to bed, so I don't right. have to be plugging things in. So that does work nice. Uh, so yeah, if the you know if these company wants to pay us a little bit for helping redesign their product, uh, well, see what I like yeah. about this is that it's smaller. Some of these that I've seen that have been whether it's just one charger or an, I mean I've seen some that are just charging the watch that are massive, They're huge, and yeah. I'm not even look talking about the price. It's I mean some of them yeah. are crazy priced, but just the size and the amount of room it takes up. And I like this yeah. because this one's more compact, like the one I've got from um, Twelve South, which I love and I use every day. It's nice and compact, and it's really sturdy, so the, the device itself isn't going anywhere. You don't have to worry about, oh, I knocked it over, or wind blew, and it blew down. Mm-hmm. It's really nice and sturdy, and this one also looks the same. And it says one Amazon, which I've never seen before. It says 16% fewer returns than similar products. I see yeah, that. that yeah. is and I've never seen that before. Yeah. Where I they've mentioned return rate. 
Yeah, I saw that. Now I kind of I'm a little bit inspired because I like travel kits. Now I kind of want to go out and look to see if they do have something that would have the Apple Watch, a Qi charger, and some other stuff for charging up other things in there, so that when you travel, you can throw it in your electronic right. go bag and uh, just. I don't like lots of cables around. I like little kits that I can just pull out and I have everything I need in there. But I, uh, Yeah, I love being like pared down to just the simplest stuff. I mean, when I've traveled in the past because I always take my laptop anyway, I've often just had used my laptop as like a hub to right. plug stuff yeah. in and, and charge but keep in everything mind, in the Mike, wall. You need your own cables for this particular device. Uh-huh. Sure. You know, it, it doesn't come with any cable. Port. It's Yep. Right. It only has the cord that goes from the device itself into the wall, as opposed to the 12 South one that I talked about. You don't need any cables. All mm-hmm. you need is the cable that goes from the device into the wall. And then that gives all the charge it needs. So you put your phone on the top and then wrap your watch around. Now, with this picture, they have it. They have it setting next to a laptop. They have it setting next to a MacBook Pro. And then they have the watch on the top, and they have the phone plugged in. What is? I wonder what what does the the laptop have to do with it? Are they just showing that because it's the same space, gray color, and that it, it looks could good? Be. With it could be doing laptop? it for size, maybe for yeah. size. Size reference, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Size and color, so that it, sure. it coordinates with it. Because that would be interesting if there was some kind of way that you could also hook up the laptop to it. For I mean, that would be truly a wonderful travel. Oh, yeah. Thing if you're using it as like a hub that's connected to the computer or something. But yeah, I mean, it, it's nice that, well, see, you know, I was, I was thinking, see, this would be another thing that they could do. If they could insert like a hole in the back or something that closed up where you could manage your cables, because that's the problem I have. I'm just using a magnet. Like I have the type of headboard that's got wood and wrought iron on it. So I use like neodym magnets or, or I don't think they're neodym, but they're like really strong magnets that I have attached to the metal frame. And then I just take the lightning metal part and I just stick it to the magnet. That's how I keep it from falling on the floor and then having to crawl on the floor and then pick it up and then plug it in. You know, that's how I, that's my mm-hmm. source of cable management right now. This would be a hell of a lot more tidy. And it still is like when I wake up in the morning, if I'm fumbling and I go and I unplug the phone. And then if I don't find the magnet and it falls down, I'm still fishing for it on the floor. And it drives me nuts. And with having a puppy around who she hasn't yet, but I don't want to give her the opportunity to chew on my cables. So I like to keep things tucked up nicely. That's another yeah. reason that you'd want to use a product like this, cable management. But it doesn't oh, yeah. look like it. Do, it just has the cable inside. It doesn't look like when you plug stuff into the outside of it. It doesn't look like there's any other way for cable management. You still stuck with mm-hmm. right a long ass cable hanging out a port. Yeah, you know what I mean. So well, I that's to... another thing that I would add to the design. You know, sure. put some kind of cable management in there. Well, yeah. The... We'll keep looking for the ultimate, too. You know, it, uh, there's things I want. There's things everybody wants. Maybe someday we'll actually find what what we want. But uh, um, <laughs> we'll make it ourselves. Oh, there we go. Uh, okay, then moving- I hear a, I hear a U two. I hear a U two song coming on. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> exactly. Wow. We should have a little bit in the background now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if we actually had soundboard. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, more stuff for me to spend money on. But speaking of spending money, I think it looks like uh, Melissa maybe wants to uh, uh, put her lovely face on the Internet or something. <laughs> well, the only reason, I think I linked to this before, and I think I might have picked the larger one. But tell me, what price do you guys see? Because it looks like right now this webcam, it's a Logitech HD laptop webcam. C, this is the C615 
So it's like the next one down from the the better one that, that Kevin had recommended. But it's only like twenty bucks. It's twenty two ninety five on my screen. What does it show on yours? Thirty eight eighteen. That's oh, what I got. Maybe. Aha. So I I should nab this then. That's why I want to ask you because that's the business price that I see. Okay. So okay. So it's a little bit more than than what our our play money level was. But for me on my end, it's only twenty two ninety five. So. I think it still counts. <laughs> but anyway, I'm thinking about grabbing this because I've told you guys in the past my, my webcam on my MacBook Pro just sucks. So I need something something else. So I might just I might just grab one of these. Um and then next time I'll I'll save it for the next show, but um I I do want to continue a little bit of the discussion about cameras, like security cameras and stuff, and I'll carry that link forward. But next time I want to talk about many thing. The many uh, thing app. Yes. So remember that for next time. Okay. Yeah, I think I left it on the show notes when I transferred it over. So, cool. Uh, and then for me, like I said, it's my favorite time of year. Summer's here. I need to get my bike out and start riding it for my own well-being probably also and maybe help get my exercise uh, minutes. And there too. goes the Queen song. I want to ride my bicycle. Uh, yeah. Either that or... Uh, Fat bottom girls. Yeah, I was going to go there, but you know, I'm not a girl. But you know, whatever. He already, he already talked to us well, about only, that privately only, with the shorts and the the monkey. Only, butt beca- only because, only because of the video. Uh, yeah, where they're all on bicycles. Uh, yes, uh, but anyway, so yeah, bicycles. Uh, that's what we were talking about. So I found this thing. I don't know if I'd ever use it because I don't plan on traveling that lo- that far. But for people who do want to have their stuff with them when they go on the bicycle, I've got the uh, Roswheel uh, fourteen or one four eight nine two uh, three in one multifunction bike expedition touring cam pannier. I probably pronounced the wrong last word wrong, but basically you put it. What is that? That's that's a new word. I've I've never said it. Panier. Is it panier? Probably French. I don't do French, but anyway, it's like it's like saddlebags that you would put on a motorcycle, but like for a bicycle. Yeah, it is. It's a type of luggage. Yes, basically. So if you're going to do like a cross country trip or you know an extended bike trip, you want to take stuff with you. uh, It's got like three compartments. Yeah, saddlebags, then one across the top. Uh, to put on there, and you know, if like I say, if you're somebody, uh, I wouldn't necessarily use it, but I do like, I do like compartmentalizing stuff. And I do like kits and being able to take things with you. So if you do, oh, yeah. So this if you do, great. This it, looks like something kids would be good for kids. Here, yeah. go run away from home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> Here, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. Yeah, you know, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, if that that's a new style of parenting, but sure. Uh, <laughs> But Bring yeah, your toothbrush, don't forget. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and you know, so you can put chargers and stuff in here, and you know, even if you were going to do like, you know, maybe somebody that likes to bike out and fo- uh, for, uh, do photography, you could have lenses in there. You could have different. Uh, you could put all oh, sorts yeah. of different stuff in there, and uh, it's uh, thirty nine ninety, which uh, you know is I didn't think was too bad. And like I say, if you are that person that likes to be able to take stuff with you when you bike, because I do have a small uh, bag underneath my seat that I keep tools and stuff in, because bikes do need to be fiddled with from time to time. So I do have a small one for tools and stuff. But if you're, you know, like I say. Even a, a, a day trip out and you want to take stuff with you, this looks uh, like it would be a good thing to have. And it's just, it, uh, like I say, it fits oh, in my mentality. Oh, I see. It's got plastic clips. It looks like it's got a clip or something on the, on either side inside, and that clips to your bike frame. Because I was going to say, how does this keep 
off the wheel. Uh, well, I think, yeah, you're supposed to either cross your fender or something or have a frame on there. There's Velcro strips. Uh, it shows the Velcro strips on the bottom picture there where you wrap it around uh, to secure it in <laughs> place. Now, my bike doesn't have a fender on it, so I'd have to put a bracket of some sort on there to hold it up. Uh, and you probably would want a fender of some sort because if you go through water or dirt or something, it would get sprayed up. So but it does look like. Well, if it, you're traveling and you're going to stop in a store or something, you're going to want to take this thing off of you and take it in the store. You're not going right. to leave it out on your bicycle. No, probably not. It would be too easy to steal something. But yeah. and it does have uh, looks like good durable lining on the inside where the wheels would be. The that looks like it could be cleaned off fairly easily. Um, but like I said, it just it appealed mm-hmm. to me. So um, yeah, very yeah. cool. So um, so I think you know now that we've discussed watches and traveling and parenting and uh, everything else, <laughs> we just covered it all. <laughs> sure, sure. So I yeah, I think you know at this point, why don't we just wrap this up and um, we'll do the uh, the till uh, next time. Till next time, sure. Yeah. Oh no, we're not going to quit, people. Okay, quit quit moaning out there. We're coming back, people. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, we, we, yeah, we're like a bad penny. We're going to keep turning up. Um, but why don't we do the introductions and uh, why don't we start? Uh, let's start on the East Coast with uh, Elisa. Where can they find out more about you? Go on Twitter at Sensei Die. There we go. Okay, that's short and sweet. And Melissa, where, short can, and sweet. where, uh, where can people find out about you? You can find out about me online all over at the Mac Mommy. And if you would like, you can please tune into my other podcast that I do where I'm a little bit more behaved, uh, in touch with iOS.com. Yeah, and I was going to say, and, uh, you know, I'm in uh, kind of the middle of this crazy sandwich here. So if you want to know more about me, you can find, uh, you can check me out on Twitter at DSC Chipman. And I have my about.me account at, uh, uh, about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. And if you want to find out more about the show, uh, you can go to geekiestshowever.com and uh, reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone that does that. And we hope you've enjoyed the show, and between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. I thought, this is bullshit. I just wanted to play a one-on-one skirmish game against the computer. Maybe a half hour tops. Yeah. And it took me over three hours before I could finally sit down and play. I just wish they'd leave the single player alone. We just want to play a single player game. It really ticked me off. You shouldn't have played the game after that. God damn it. Stop that crap. Knock it off. And the controls suck. Why don't you fix that for us, please? Since I spent seven bucks on the stupid thing, I'd like to be able to play it. Knock it off. Knock it off. Get out of our way. And let us play the frickin' game. It's bullshit. Kiss my ass. Tim, you're forgetting your place in the universe. You are not a player of the game. You are merely just a potential revenue stream on somebody's spreadsheet. <laughs> you're right there. Tech Fan Podcast. Calm, rational, and family-friendly. Every Friday.